face mankind. Dangers which challenge his life, threaten his very existence. Sound frequencies have been found that can penetrate the human brain and destroy life. Deadly isotopes of unknown elements have been discovered that can burn and sear the flesh. Here we go again, Cringers. I'm Stacy. And I'm Steve. And this is our Cringe Fest. This episode is going to be about Gog and the Magnetic Monster. <laughs> Take a deep <laughs> breath. You're going you're to have a hard time getting through these. <laughs> How are you doing, Steve? Uh, I'm great, but I can't wait till we start discussing these movies because they made you so angry. <laughs> uh, and they're two random picks you had no idea we had no idea no kept to rule number one which is you know we did did the right thing but and and we had to watch it because rule number two yeah and now we have a rule number three which is no more (laughs) (laughs) i'm just oh i i get it i know okay so we won't be watching flipper or flipper two or right right all his famous underwater photography we won't do that but we'll get to that when we talk about the movie right so so making the write-up for both of those movies was the highlight of my time (laughs) i wish you had more to do it it, it makes me sad well i have for that diamond painting now you're gonna have to like post some pictures on our new instagram page about with your diamond pictures very well done there thank you thank you thank you very much (laughs) speedy is making appearance he is being a security guard and making sure that no one comes through the back door oh that's good for speedy except he might go through the back door (laughs) speedy just doesn't like it when his mom has something else to do well i i he's a mama's boy (laughs) i was helping a friend out got here 20 minutes before we started recording (laughs) change out of the dirty clothes because they got a little dusty (laughs) fed the dog let the dog out. Cat went out, got everybody back in, gave the dog a chill pill, and then like set up. And uh, I can't wait to post the pictures of um, my recording studio and my cafeteria. <laughs> I love that idea. I, I haven't posted them yet. I thought I'd wait till I get yours, and then we'll we'll put in our our new uh, East Coast and West Coast studios. And and I will definitely have to get my bio right up. <laughs> so should we talk about awesome. it's all fake yeah. eh, whatever. should we talk about our our uh, our instagram page uh yeah we have three icons now on our, our uh, website <laughs> and thankfully i found out that you can uh, i i maybe posted for a hot minute on my instagram i got bored with it yeah and I found that with Twitter and Instagram, I can switch between accounts. Right. So that's kind of nice. We're going to try to be a little more proactive. I try to at least keep an eye on Twitter and make sure that we have, um, you know, some of the people that we're following and and stuff like that. Everybody who's following us, we're following back. Right. Steve taught me that. My Stevie. I don't think, I don't think we'll post a lot of things, but we want to, we want to be sure that we can be reached if somebody wants to reach out to us at any, yep. you know. Uh, also on, on Instagram, we found 
a lot of people that are doing something similar to what we're doing. And, and we've, we've reached out to them and connected with them and they followed us back and all that. So that that's been kind of interesting. Maybe we'll get some ideas for some better awful movies than the ones we're going to talk about this week. Um, <laughs> I left you speechless. Wow. That's a first. I'm writing that in my book. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking one out of RJ Owen's book. <sighs> I love it when RJ does that. <laughs> deep breath <laughs> the sighing so these are two <laughs> two of your picks yes i picked both of these but not yep. simultaneously nope. nope they were they completely were completely disconnected two, they were a week apart because we we uh for those who don't know we uh even though we post on the facebook and on the web page the fuck was that so, so we do this over Zoom, and I just realized I could make faces at Stacy over Zoom and, and cause her to lose it. That's great. Okay. I'm not here. We, we kind of go back and forth on who writes the, the post. The post um, does not have to be by the person who picked the movie. Um, it's the person who's like, oh, I have to write up this one or <laughs> I don't want to touch this with a 10 foot pole. You better write it. Um, so, so you've done most of them. I've, I've maybe got about 40, 40, 60, maybe 30, 70. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But, yeah. uh, so, so yeah, we did this a week apart and totally it, I'm going to preface this with <laughs> Amazon Prime teased and tricked Steve hmm. by saying, hey, the magnetic monster is one of the best movies from the 50s. Absolutely. It literally, if you go to Amazon Prime, it literally states it. So we watched Gog. Yes, we did. There's a reason I drink when we watch movies <laughs> and here's the problem with the last movie we watched we watched it at 11 o'clock in the morning my time which means i did not drink for the magnetic monster i i kept telling you we can do this on greenwich mean time <sighs> i know you're, but you're it just seemed shape, it was just a little bit much <laughs> I'm never going to make that mistake again. We are going to watch movies. I am going to be drinking. <laughs> All right. So enough of the, um, the sighing and the, the wishing the, I was drinking. And the witty banner banter. Yeah. 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 So, God. Please, the destroyed man's most destructive weapons. Love that conquers terror. A strangely, intensely exciting romance in a world all its own. 1954. And uh, you start off, it's an underground science base, and it's controlled by a computer. So this guy's trying to make a landing in the helicopter, and all of a sudden, the helicopter geeks out, because now it's under the control of Novak. And he goes in there, and it's the, what was it? He was taking the tour. It was the tour that never ended. The whole movie was 
pretty much are the guys brought in because they have a security problem. They found. But he's these, also a doctor. That's true, and he's also the 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 lover of the woman with the really strange brassiers. But fifties, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Looked like the uh, bumper guards on a nineteen fifty seven Cadillac. Um, they they <laughs> they found <laughs> some. <laughs> <laughs> they, found some, they found some transmitter micro transmitters right that are that yeah. are yeah and they're about and, what four inches by four inches square so they shouldn't have been that hard to find but they found and they're they're micro transmitters yeah, micro because right. it's the 50s so right so they call this guy in to because he's like a top super duper spy slash scientist guy yeah, because I mean, if you're going to yeah. have somebody go into a scientific base, you should probably have doctor. Right, right. And, and then, and they, and they mentioned that he he served in the OSI during the war, which is the agency that became the NSA after World War II. So yeah, so he's a we know he's a big spy guy. Yeah, and we find out that when they're in the locker room, the him and the girl um, are in the locker room that she's been spying internally. Uh, right. Let's see. She's so a mole too. And, Joanna. And, and they have history, those two. Yeah. yeah. Joanna Merritt is his girlfriend. David Shepard is the main guy. Um, and, you know, so they go through and um, so you had Chekhov's sound ray and Chekhov's death ray. Yep. Um, and then Chekhov's robots. Oh, sorry. And, and, robots. And robots, right? And we had Chef Chekhov's cold storage locker too. Yeah. So, so you have all these moments where you're just like, oh, somebody's just gonna. Okay, somebody's gonna. So obviously it's the fifties, so there's no blood, and they die. They seem to die in pairs until the very end. But it was so dry. Like, <laughs> I. I don't think I've ever seen such a dry movie. So the, the whole movie is scripted like a tour of this lab. Yeah. So they're taking this guy on a tour for the through the lab. They have this cryogenics lab. They have a, a thing where they test astronauts for G-forces. They have some sort of sound wave lab. They have the robots, the robots yeah. lab. Gog they have, and Magog. Right. And then they have the uh, solar power lab where they show how they can harness the power of the sun and, and light fire to a village made out of cardboard. That was pretty that was pretty cool. And then so, and then oh e every one of these labs, somebody starts getting killed in. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. OK. Chekhov's lab. We'll just call it right. Chekhov's, Chekhov's lab. lab. Right. And it's so weird because they go through and you know that the locker room's not, you know, videoed or anything. And you go down a hallway and she's like, okay, so there's video cameras here and microphones over here. And I'm like, oh, ooh, what kind of fun things. That was the last time they mentioned it. <laughs> That's right. They never brought that up again. That's right. They, because you, with, with the understanding that they have all this stuff, you have to have a security head room with all the displays and i'm like oh they're gonna find no <laughs> they're not going to find this 1953 the only thing you could get on a display was i love lucy you know yeah and and i called it the uh, there were little people in the robots robots the robots God, like robots yeah. um the robots were great they, they had, had flamethrowers they had about seven arms 
And they, and they had, always wiggled it when they moved. Like they didn't actually right. have to wiggle it when they were they, moving. But they, they kind of did a little dance every time they moved. And then they had this penis flamethrower. Yeah. Oh my god. But I mean, <laughs> like, who located that prop? Okay, let's give them a flame flamethrower. But it's going to be three feet long and attached to their groin. <laughs> oh my gosh! And so. <laughs> So we go and there's a huge sound and it's really loud and they're trying to figure out what's causing the sound. And just like the night caller, you get the last three minutes explains that there's a fiberglass ship or airplane going over uh, the, the base underground connecting to Novus before they had wi-fi so i really want to see how they tried to figure that one out it was like radio waves or something which i don't think you can hack a computer with radio waves but 50s and it was flying no no no. the the, the computer could control the helicopter so it it was able to do that so right so remote control basically so it was was, so yeah it would go over and it would control into novak and control the monster the robots and they only attack once. Like everything only happens once. So the well, ray gun only but, happens once. The sound only right. happens once. So every time the plane comes over, they screw something else up. They 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 freeze people in the cryogenic lab. They they whirl astronauts to death in the in yeah. the G force test. Yeah, each one of the labs gets disruptive periodically. Yeah, my favorite one was the sound lab because it's just this this big array of tuning forks and the tuning forks all start vibrating really, really loud and people die. They die from the sound. I'm thinking, throw a blanket over them. Open your mouth. It makes it so it doesn't reverberate. Open your mouth so your brain doesn't explode. That was, that was their defense. But seriously, couldn't, if you've got a tuning fork vibrating there and making all that noise, couldn't you just like throw a blanket on it so they can't wiggle? Or maybe turn down the sound right turn the volume no, volume then. control right. and they explain the reason that they can't track this aircraft because fiberglass. it's, and it's fiberglass yeah because fiber- that's they, how radar works they can't pick up an item on radar if it's made out of fiberglass but that's why they have the sound thing is so that they can hear anybody coming towards the base this right. base is like supposed to be you know, we're, we're launching tomorrow. We're going to be sending a thing out to space because the <laughs> opening credits is like the space station. So you're like, who is it going to be on a space station? No, it's underground. And then after yeah, so all of that, it's, it's like what? Six or eight stories underground. It's very yeah. complex. They show us diagrams so that we can understand all. And they're different color coded for, right. for different people. If you have Every, a gold band, you can everybody go has a different armband. It tells what level they're And they, they're and they all for. have a, a radiation thing, which right. plays funny. It plays into the, into the next movie. Yeah. Right. So at the very end, we find out that it's Switzerland or Sweden or something and uh oh that's decide- the problem see they outsource yeah. the construction of the computer to somebody in europe and they the the, the, the people they wanted can- to stop and control the space station launch right and Which the people is- that the people that built what is it novak yeah i think he was uh i think that was a doctor show in the 1960s but <laughs> Yeah, Novak was outsourced to some European consortium to build 
and they and they put a back door in so that the the enemy they never say the russians they imply no, it, th- but the enemy yeah. can can could get into the system and, and so there the- you go made in america you don't do anything else you and then they still launched the next day after they after they cleared all this up they sent the air force I out Feeling, which they they sent, they, they sent out they multiple sent, generations was, of airplanes. <laughs> they, they, sent, they sent out some, and the other ones that came back were not the same planes. The ones that took off had green markings on the tail. The ones that came back had blue markings on the tail. And, and they, they were, were two different. They were different types. airplanes, <laughs> trainers both, but yeah, different uh, airplanes. So yeah, and, once they blew up the fiberglass ship, everything was fine, right? Yeah. So the so, next day, they launched the big space station. So apparently, it costs $250,000. Ooh. And 15 days to shoot all the footage. 15 days. Wow. Yeah. It's like apocalypse now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically that one. And then you got suckered into <laughs> one of the best sci-fi horror movie is it just sci-fi or is it sci-fi horror or is uh, it sci-fi one of the yeah. best sci-fi movies of the 50s why don't you tell us what a little bit about the best movie one of the best <laughs> movies steve well just to tell you how bad it was or how good it was how how enthralled i was with the whole thing i can't remember the name of it what was the name of the movie the magnet monster and oh yeah was- the it magnetic was... monster and in the poster they show a big robot a big metal robot and there was no robots in the whole movie were there uh no i thought but... it was another robot a robot no robot. and and this one was the first this one was before it and yeah one of the best yeah um, so this, this is the first movie of ivan tor's trilogy the gog is the third movie we've chosen not to watch the second one for for, we no, we've made a rule about not watching any yeah. more of his movies. I, I may get drunk one night and watch it, but I That's won't tell, I won't tell you, you about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am I You're out. You're out. You're out. I just uh <laughs> rule number two. Can't so, stop so watching it. This movie had really about the same plot as Gog. Gog dealt with computer vulnerabilities in computer systems that I think people yeah. were probably worried about in 1954. You have this giant brain that controls things. And I think as we found, you know, in the last decade, that it is kind of a scary thing. <laughs> Bad things can happen. Right? Yeah. When you're when you're dealing with with movies like that where you are it was the science was the science at the time but now it's it's something totally different yeah we yeah. can't just um but it, it, both of these movies kind of preyed on people's fears i was thinking oh, yeah. about this today i mean the the movie we uh, the magnetic monster really was about radiation and chemistry and things going wrong some somebody a scientist went rogue yeah and created a uh he created an element mineral or yeah. an element and i i found this where was it serenium serenium right 
S-E-R-R-A-I-N-I-U-S. The other movie was was about computers going wrong. So right, you know, so, I can I can kind of see the tie up there. But yeah, yeah, just 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 on on the surface, some scientist creates this element. There's a whole well, my goodness, the, it, it, it's deadly. It, we find out that it kills people. He's dying from exposure. Radiation, yeah. Yeah, to, to the element. He has the longest deathbed confession, I think, in all recorded cinema. And by deathbed, it was on an airplane because the dumbass decided to take a dangerous radioactive thing Onto an, an, an airplane full of a, people. A commercial flight, because he's yeah. got to fly to this center where they're, they're doing all this research. He understands that. But he, th- yeah, he gets on an airplane, keeps this dangerous thing in a leather briefcase. And yeah, and he, he, he starts dying because he's been exposed to it for a long time. Inter- we should also we should also mention the fact that there are there is magnetic interference Yes. And so yes. um, not only the taxi, it... the taxi that he was driving to the airport that decided to stop working so that they, they had to get on to the airplanes radio system going, you need to move it as far back as you can. Right. <laughs> and it, to do take that, it away from the cockpit as far as you can. And the engines <laughs> and they, they take this blind guy's cane and just pull it back. And you're like, he's never getting that cane back. And I'm like, oh, come on. It's the, you know, no, he never got it back. <laughs> um, and one of the engines started to fail. And so, so not only do we have to transport this in a lead lined car to the science outpost. They, um, I like the way they explain all that too. They, they meet the airplane on the tarmac with this. And, and they tell us this lead lined van. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm thinking a van lined with leads got away 30,000 pounds. You know, what, what kind of yeah. suspension does this thing have? But yeah. yeah, so they meet it with a special van. The scientists go into the airplane. They interview the scientists, the, the, the guy that's created this element who's dying. And he, as he dies, he proceeds to tell them really everything they need to know about it. There's no mystery. He just goes on and on and on. I'm thinking this is the longest deathbed confession I think I've ever heard. And they don't know anything about radiation poisoning really at this time. So he has all his hair. He just looks really tired. He looks kind of, well, I was going to say he looks kind of gray, but the movie was in black and white. They were all kind of (laughs) gray. But no, it was... It was uh, it was very interesting. <laughs> so they get it back to the lab, and they find out that it sucks in energy and produces mass. But every time it gets to a certain point, it ex- it uh, implodes, so everything gets drawn to it, right. and everything gets magnetized, which is and, how we and, find out right. that where the guy it, lived because it, of the hardware store. It it blasts out all this this magnetic energy. And, it, sucks and everything it, in. it pulls everything else in. It grows in size. Doubles in size. Doubles in size. And it happens on some kind of regular schedule. Yeah. And we yeah. find out because they take the, the <laughs> serenium stuff to the, the, the place and there's an explosion. 
And then they say, oh, no, it was an implosion because everything was sucked in. And they find out that it's got a time, a ticking time bomb. And they right. find out what it feeds on. So just as the six o'clock hour in the morning comes around, they stop it just in time by feeding it this particles that they had talked about earlier in the movie that was just like, because you're watching it earlier in the movie going, okay, yay, particles. Woo. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> what a what a stroke of luck. Well, th- this is about the time that we found ourselves not watching the movie. Well, we started arguing about the algebra behind E equals MC squared, right? And and and, and if energy was magnetic, if, if magnetic waves were energy, and we're, we're it, it doesn't matter because how we does it turn into mass? Okay. Right. We weren't making sense, but we were trying to to figure out the math behind this. And then we realized we really hadn't watched the movie for maybe five minutes. <laughs> and so we get back because, and he's, because he's with his pregnant wife. Ninth grade algebra was more interesting than this movie. <laughs> I know, I actually had to bring us back. I was like, okay, we've yeah. really- Yeah, okay, we, we're off on like, a tangent here. <laughs> it's like birdemic when the professor actually is talking about why the, the birds are attacking everybody. Both of us just kind of zoned the fuck out. <laughs> So we cut to him and his his very pregnant, well, not very pregnant. She's four months along, um, but she's skinny and he's she's skinny. Way shaving. too thin. Way too thin. <laughs> and then we see that he's distracting. He's she's been like switching their meals because she's not hungry, but she's still eating, but she's not hungry. And he's so out of it that he's like doesn't realize he's just eating yeah. all this food. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks about how he wants to have a house because they live in an apartment or a condo or something. Right. And um, so we get to that and then it's back to the thing and we have to figure out how to transport it. How can we, how can we take this out? So enter Nova Scotia. All right. So, so, so we figure the one guy, one guy figures out that the way to kill this element is to feed it so much energy that it chokes on it and dies. Yes. I mean, that was the actual words. We're going to feed it so much energy, it chokes on it. Yep. We're brilliant. And so, yeah. So there's a job. The Canadians have this giant hydroelectric generation thing in Nova Scotia. And uh, now, now we've got to get there. Right. And, and, and it's going to take so long and it's going to go through its cycle again. But wait, we have this thing that goes like 600 or 60 miles per hour, this this jet. And so they put that on the jet. Then they have a bomber full of scientists. They refuel, quote unquote, over Kansas. Ladies and gentlemen, Kansas has no mountains. With the glorious mountains of Kansas (sighs) below it. So, So you get there and it's underground again, underwater. So it's like under the ocean. That... The, the set for the hydroelectric plant was well, well, beautiful well, so, and you found so, out right what? well you have doubt you have you start having doubts when they go down because once we saw ivan tours we were like oh, God. <laughs> and they get into this little tiny caboosey thing the little tiny thing <laughs> little elevator thing yeah and they explain like how it works and there's fail safe which obviously has to take place and you enter this laboratory and it's fucking epic <laughs> it 
take it's oh my god it's absolutely gorgeous it, it, it makes you think of the original frankenstein with the the oh, the, the sparking tubes and the big ceramic uh, resistors and or insulators and all that it was beautiful and yeah tell, was it from metropolis what was it was from some um, german movie uh hold on uh you... dub to the delta tron it was called the delta tron yeah but you found out that they'd stolen this set from some somebody else right um yeah i might have to let me see here we can put we, we'll put that in the notes but it was some yeah. famous 1930s german movie oh yeah and right it and, and they, they so just basically take yeah this the set was gorgeous and and yeah made no sense in this cheap movie <laughs> it was yeah it was just yeah it was uh <laughs> it uh uh german science fiction thriller gold from 1934 you know it, it just hit me because you you pointed out there were there were iron crosses on some of the instruments mm-hmm. it makes a lot more sense now it really these were does. like these were like nazi machines yeah Wow. In Canada. In Canada. In but 1953. Wow. Wow. It, I hadn't put that together yet. <laughs> so the main doctor there didn't want to see his lab destroyed because it's his baby. And so he sabotages the door and the door is this gigantic like <laughs> barrier of, of metal amazingness. And they finally subdue him. And he's not, he's going down with the ship, basically. And they finally shut the doors after all the electricity is going all over the place, feeding this selenium, you know, stuff. And um, it, it, you know, and then they're sitting on the door going, and all the, the metal ladder and everything starts like missing them by mere inches. And they're like, they're just Every, like, everything becomes magnetic. And- and, and they're all like, the metal stuff flies through the air. Yeah. And they're sitting there going, fuck. Now, <laughs> I really honestly think that the explosion was nuclear explosions from the Bikini Islands. I may have to go back and the, watch the, some. There footage. was a lot of, of, of shots that were cut in of underwater nuclear explosions. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure. It, yeah. It yeah. was. It looked they're, like the Bikini Islands to me. It, but it's all footage that you've seen before. You know, because I, I, I listen to love. It was, yeah. And I, I listen to history podcasts. So sometimes I want to go back and learn about these, <laughs> these things, especially because hardcore history does talk about the, yeah. those. I love Dan Carlin. Um, <laughs> so they're all freaked out that, oh no, what are we going to do? And then all the magnetized stuff just falls to the ground. They did it. They won. Yay. He, goes to to open the front door of his new house with his pregnant wife and says, you know, good honey, I see that you're putting on some weight. Got to keep that thing growing cuz and then it dawns <laughs> on him that you know, he just destroyed a a quote unquote living thing. Yeah, was this life? Because they were worried that if it caught too big and too heavy, it would screw up the earth's uh, rotation and our right. place in the solar system and we would die so but it was Very like yeah. yeah so it was kind of interesting where he has that moment of doubt at the very end 
And then he just goes through the door. <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. Fuck you, Ivan Torres. <laughs> now, see, Stacy's description of that movie, you, Stacy, you were a lot calmer than you were when we actually watched the movie because you were real angry about how bad this movie was. It was better than Gog. <laughs> But I would give you, him credit for when that. When you found out there was a third one and I said, oh, look, it's on YouTube. I we could watch that. No. <laughs> but we could complete the trilogy. We could. And now we, we have under- rule number three. And now we which have is no more three. Ivan Torres. No more Ivan. <laughs> so if we watch anything from the 50s, we have to read the, the description first. Right, right. We'll have, to get that- a, we'll, have to, we'll have to get our contract out, make sure that we're legally following all of our rules. Yeah. Because the description is not against the rules. You can read the description. You cannot go into the interwebs and do any research. Right, right. So descriptions and research are two different things because one's already actively there. Okay, so we should, we should talk about that. We're about at the end here, but... What our rules are. Rule number one. No research. No research. So we we go to like Amazon or Netflix or something. We read the one sentence description and we say, all right, we're going to watch this. Right? right. Okay. Rule number two is once we start a movie, we don't stop it. Nope. You have to finish that fucker out. <laughs> There's been a lot of them that I would have stopped. Meowie Halloween. I, I, I would. Oh God. The night I, caller for you. The the, you caller. wanted to know about it, the night caller. The you green know mile. Really yeah. The green hell. Green. Green hell. Hell. Green hell. Okay. Uh, you know. Oh, the green mile was a better movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that's not our class of movies. <laughs> no, I think that um, when when you look at the night caller. It had some good action in it. It it was stupid. The plot was just hor- but it had action. Not like Ivan Torres. He was about the science. He was Ivan Torres was making. He was making like to me. They're they're almost like educational films. Yeah, he wants the science you know, of it. He 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 wants yeah. that component. It's uh, not about uh, scary robots with penis like <laughs> flamethrowers. Yeah. The the um. Talk about chlamydia. <laughs> Burn it out. <laughs> it burns when I... Right, Light, sorry. Yeah. It burns <laughs> when I... Oh, God. It burns when I try to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, I was kind of thinking today, all right, up until... Oh, I'm going to get too deep here, but bear with me. Up until 1930-something, maybe 1940, there was not much technology that's that an average 12 year old couldn't understand if somebody explained it to him yeah you could you could understand why an airplane flies the wing is bowed there's lift it goes up you know uh you you could understand how an internal combustion engine works i mean trained monkeys could do a a tune-up on a 1957 chevy it was it was not that tricky But all of a sudden, after World War II, after all the German scientists got captured and came here, we we found nuclear weapons. We had nuclear weapons. We had computer systems. We had things for the first time that you couldn't read an article in Popular Science and understand. 
Yeah. You know, we it, had a big technological boom, a big leap. And, you know, at the same time, we had this big, this big uh, uh, growth in anti-intellectualism, you know, that that kind of became a thing. There was a lot of predictions that said, we're, we're, we're going to have this void between people. You well, know, they said that with printing with the printing presses and sure. the newspapers. They said that when the reading, internet started reading. social, what, yeah. What would happen if women could read? For God's sakes, that would be awful. Yeah, right. And look yes. where we are, you and your stupid reading. Yeah, and, and then you have, you have computers, then the internet, then the phones, then social media. The biggest problem, though, is just the over-information. Because you can yeah. just write about anything. I mean, look at us. We're yeah. writing about stupid movies. Yeah, yeah. And we're using all this technology to do it that all fits on my desk that's very small. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, that's really cool. But but I think at that period of time that he was making those movies, two things. He was making those movies for like teenagers. Those, those yeah. that, that a, TV came and adults stopped going to the movies. yeah. And so, I mean, the audience for movies at that point were teenagers. Well, and air conditioning, remember, air conditioning came through movie theaters and it yeah. was the newest technology. So when yeah. people were overheating, they'd just go and watch a stupid movie. Yeah, yeah. So these movies were cheap to make. What did you say? 15 days? 15 days, 250,000. I could not find how much the other one was. But they're, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, they were... They were they were relatively inexpensive. They could churn them out, and the, and and he's addressing things that I believe teenagers of that period were pretty much worried about. The Russians I launched. Think a, everybody had that it, paranoia. It, it was horror. It was it was sci-fi horror. Yeah. Oh my God! There's the machines are going to take over. The the radiation's going to kill us. And that's that's horror. And that's what you know. I mean, teenagers go to the movie to be scared. They you know, did reuse the prop um, uh, radiation detectors. I did notice that. It was like, oh, hey, that's the, the same the, detectors. The Geiger counters, the same ones in both movies? Yeah, the little ones, <laughs> the little badges that yeah. turn oh, red. Oh, the badges, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, badges. Okay. They reused yeah. the badges. The photographic film, yeah. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so that was the best of those two movies, and now we have a rule three, because I just... Because Stacy's not going to watch anything else. but It's... It it's bad, but the problem is there's I you show me a monster, I want a monster. <laughs> I don't care how stop motion, claymation, I don't give a shit. I want a monster and I want it to be so Gog and Magog were controlled by this hacker. I was like, okay, no, I wanted them to go batshit crazy, and they did not go batshit crazy. No. Once they, they once they figured out how to jam this and take down the plane, everything stopped. Yeah. That's no fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean the the good guys win in these movies. But there's, and yeah, they should always win. Yeah. Well, okay, but the, there's no. Uh, yeah, I mean there were there were the 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 heroes won. They, and, and and the other thing I noticed in these movies is they talked about the war records of all these yeah. guys that they set up for heroes. You know, 
uh, you know, which, which kind of makes sense at that time period. We're, 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 what, less than 10 years after World War II, right? Yeah, the, he, the hero worship was very strong. Yeah, uh, yeah. They wanted to make sure everybody had some kind of qualification to be yeah, there. Right, right. Which was kind of cool, because then you didn't have any fucking yahoos going through the scene. <laughs> and, you know, when you're on a three-hour tour... <laughs> little buddy hmm. anyway uh, yeah there was only one professor on that tour <laughs> yeah the rest of them were doctors right. i like the uh, i did like the fact that the the uh, uh the the really smart guys but but they were socially inept smart guys in yeah. gog all had german accents they, they say you know these are all the really smart guys but they'll never make it here because they can't, they have no common sense. They can't interact with others and the tuning forks are going to kill them anyway. You know, <sighs> I know you hated these movies, but I'm glad we watched them because we had fun talking about. Them. We did. I'm glad that we were able to put them both together. So I don't have to go through this twice. And you don't, we don't have to do this again. What's our next movie? Do you have something? What, what do we have lined up next? Uh, we, we got a suggestion from John Fisher. And his suggestion was a paid suggestion. And I've actually already seen this. But it was such a strong suggestion. <laughs> we log into Amazon Prime and we find that some of the movies that we have watched all of a sudden are now costing money. Even yeah. like two dollars or whatever. We thought that was really strange. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, his suggestion of zombie strippers was free. It was free so, on free on iOS, but not free on my Apple TV client. Yeah, and it was very strange. Free yeah. on my Xbox. Yeah, yeah. That so, was a great movie. We'll talk about that next time, right? Yeah, I'm glad that he suggested it. it oh, was yeah. A really strong suggestion, yeah. and it just so happened to be free. So yeah. we, thank we, you, John. We owe, I hope we, you... John, we owe you a cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Or 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 at least a box of tissue so you can cry. <laughs> no, it, yeah, I can't wait to talk about this one the next time. <laughs> okay, cringers. Until next time. Keep the algorithm guessing and never be afraid of just clicking that movie and seeing where it takes you. This is Stacy. And this is Steve. Good night, children. So this is Nova. Nuclear operative variable automatic computer.